is a Bramble Jam podcast. Hi, I'm Bran, and I love 1980s Christmas movies. I'm Dan. I despise 1980s Christmas movies. I'm Alonzo, and the recent spate makes 1980s Christmas movies look awesome. And this is is the the Deck the Hallmark Hallmark Podcast. Hello, everybody. I do think all of this is relative. Sure. Depending on what we've been watching recently. 80s made for TV Christmas movies. Yeah, because 1980s Christmas movies. I mean, come on. But you don't even like Christmas Vacation that much. I don't. Not a big, not a big Christmas Vacation. I'm not a, thing. I'm not a, I don't get it. But you're a big get, Christmas story. Buddy. I don't get, oh, oh my yeah. gosh. Come on. Big Christmas story. What's your favorite, Alonzo, what's your favorite 1980s Christmas movie? Hmm. Does one stick out? I mean, this one's this is in that category of like I would consider it a Christmas movie, but not everybody does. But there's a, a, a rom com called Some Girls with uh, Patrick Dempsey and Jennifer Connelly that a lot of people haven't seen. Yeah. Uh, that came out in like eighty eight, eighty nine, and is set at Christmas. And it's it's in it's 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 all shot in Quebec City uh, during the winter, and it's beautiful. Wow, and the, it's a it's a fun kind of quirky movie. It, it feels very sort of like a, a Euro sex comedy. Wow. Never so heard I of saw it. Uh, Euro Sex Comedy Euro Live. Euro Sex Comedy Live. They were phenomenal, so man. So Grotesque, good. but phenomenal. But so good. I mean, tight. They had been practicing. You could tell. I can't say that. Uh, are you? Um, is there a, a, a movie, Alonzo? Like for me, uh, mm. I I don't get the whole appeal of uh, Christmas Vacation. Is there a mainstream Christmas classic that you just think is just like uh, overrated? You don't get it. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm not super into the cult of, of Christmas Vacation. Um, probably uh, Jingle All the Way. Jingle All the I, Way I sucks. Is not, I don't think that's funny in the slightest. It's a but terrible I, I, movie. Yeah, I, but it's in, that, it's in that category of Space Jam of like, if you were eight years old when you saw yeah, it, then yeah. you will carry it with you I for sure the rest was. of your life. You know? I sure probably was. A lot you were probably like six when you saw it. Yeah. Gosh, man. Are you kidding me? Oh, it's turbo time. Oh, jingle all the way. It make Space Jam's good by comparison. And I don't even like Space Jam. I don't think either <laughs> one are good. I it still astounds me that 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 Jake Lloyd got like roles. Jake Lloyd <laughs> it's I mean, phenomenal. He that dude just wakes up counting money. He wow. has to. Phantom Menace. Poor guy, like He's went not doing like well. like like went into seclusion after Phantom Menace because oh the internet was so awful. So and like I feel for him. Yeah. Yes, God bless him. Uh, but Jingle All the Way, still phenomenal. Yeah. And then last week's movie, Christmas in Carolina. Of course. <laughs> Come on. Like, after that, it's all downhill, guys. I don't get it. I don't get the appeal. <laughs> um, speaking of not getting the appeal, let's talk about a Christmas without <laughs> snow. <laughs> okay. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Oh, the, the, the sorrow on Alonzo's face when I said that. Oh, mm. Brand, like Brand's like, going to be harder on it than I am, Alonzo. I'm just letting you know. Okay. Right <laughs> Let's talk about it. It originally. Uh, e from. It originally aired on CBS. Yes. On December 9th, 1980. Just uh, appointment viewing. Uh, and it went a little something like this 1980. Zoe is a recently divorced uh, woman who has moved to a new city. She left her son back in uh, Omaha, Omaha, and she's looking for uh, a, a job. 
And um, in the process, you know, things are tough. She's trying to figure it out. Um, and she kind of finds a refuge uh, at, this, at this new church. And everyone starts talking about this new choir director that's coming in. What's the deal with this guy? What's going on? It's his first day. He's quite the mystery. Um, the, the, the priest fella uh, introduces him, and he's like, hey, I think this guy's going to do great work, but don't expect miracles. Ephraim Adams is his name, and he comes up, and he's like, music is my calling. Music is a craft. It takes hard work, and I do expect miracles. Yeah! Uh, We are going to do a special Christmas song this year, Handel's Messiah. It's going to kick your butt, but we're going to work hard here, and we're going to do it. Uh, And if you want to leave now, I'll understand. The choir is made up of uh, quite the group of people, uh, and Ephraim uh, makes people try out for solos in front of everyone, which is unheard of. Yeah. How dare you? Back in my day, we used to just be able to uh, try out in private. Not an Ephraim's choir, you don't. Um, There's a lady who does get a solo, but her ego gets in the way and she storms out. Uh, The choir is getting better by the day, but Ephraim keeps being all business about it and tells this old woman to get lost because she's not any good anymore. Uh, The organ gets vandalized and they blame this poor black fellow. Spoiler alert. Not his fault. Uh, her son shows. Uh, no, not not her. The son of the the, the main lady shows up. It's big um, the church says, "Hey, we uh, should get an electric organ." And Ephraim's like, um, "Over my dead body, we'll get uh, an electric organ." Is that the end of that, or do we get to hear some of it? Well, after finding out that they can't get the real one fixed until February, he's like, well, consider me dead. Bring it on in. They get the electric organ to try, and uh, it sounds fine, but uh, Ephraim hates it. Uh, the choir decides to work on it together, because I guess that's just something you can do as a regular folk, uh, to try to surprise Ephraim with the with the uh, repaired organ. Uh, the choir is really becoming quite the tight-knit group, and at a holiday dinner, Ephraim really decides to have some fun, loosen up, and it probably almost kills him and they call an ambulance to, to bring him out. Uh, it's time for the night of the big performance and Ephraim comes rolling out on his wheelchair and we get to hear every single thing that the choir does. They crush it and that my friends was A the Christmas, Christmas Without, Without Snow. We did it. Yeah. It's an This is an Alonzo pick. Alonzo, you don't seem pleased. Well, you actually got stuff wrong in the plot synopsis. That so, doesn't you know. surprise me. We did not watch this one together. What did I get wrong? Time. Okay, first of all, the, the snooty lady doesn't get a solo, and that's why she storms out. She stormed out. She didn't get one. She, she no stormed out. Because she, because she doesn't Sorry. get a solo. She was trying to get doesn't. a solo. Sorry. Yes. Also, the reason that the, the electric organ is terrible, and I think that might have had something to do with the... The problem with unfortunately, this movie fell into the public domain, so there's a lot of crappy versions of it floating around. Anybody can stream it for free. The one that we watched on Tubi, you can't really quite tell, but what happens is the electric organ, for some reason, picks up police scanner stuff, and it goes out through the speakers, and that's why the electric organ is terrible. Oh, I didn't get that I, I at all. I didn't get that at I, all. Okay, that, I watched that might have it, been a problem with the mix. Or I something. got a free mm. trial of Fandor, which is a real thing, mm. because it had it commercial free, and I watched it on Fandor, and mine was a 4.3 screen, and it 
the it all of it was real. It was tough sledding from an. Audio I just well, I, I mean it was made in four three. Yeah, nineteen eighty yeah, yeah, television. Yeah. But yeah, the, there are, I I would love for somebody to renew the copyright and like make this movie look good because they all look kind of junky now. I just got that the they didn't like the electric organ because it's not yeah, a pipe too. organ, like which yeah, is a, a perfectly fine argument. Right, but no, but there's a whole joke where they they try it, they get a they get a, a 90 day free trial of the electric yes. organ, and the first time they use it on a Sunday, it like the somehow the radio signals from the police cars gets picked up and goes booms out over the church. There you have it. Now, Boy, I had to correct Brandon on a few things in the plot when I got here. Sorry, morning. guys, I did the I'm best that I could. <laughs> uh, let's take a quick break. We'll come back. We'll break this movie down here on Deck the Hallmark. Welcome back. It's 1980 and it's Deck the Hallmark and we're talking Christmas without snow. Is that a big plot point in this movie, Brand? I don't I don't I mean maybe it is. I maybe like San now, Francisco, now, she's in San Francisco. She's used to snow in Omaha, I guess. Is that the is that reason why it's called that? I think it's meet to be kind of a, you know, bittersweet title basically. Um, <laughs> uh well, let's uh let's get to Alonzo. I think he's going to clear things up for me. Uh Alonzo what do you think about look, this movie? Have you seen I mean, it before? Look, I have seen it before. I saw it on in 1980 when it originally aired and I was 13. Maybe uh, this I, is your jingle all the way. <laughs> I was just going to say, maybe this is my Space Jam. I don't know. I, I found it really moving at the time and I revisited it in, you know, in 2009 when I was writing Have Yourself a Movie Little Christmas and it held up for me and I thought, and I, I did not include a lot of made-for-TV movies in that book, but I included this one because I think it's really well acted. It's very beautifully put together. Um, you know, I, I just I, I like that it is, you know, it, it this is so unhallmark in terms of like the, the you don't get a lot of the big stuff, you know, you don't get the big like, you know, Ebenezer Scrooge goes from being like the, the meanest miser in town to like super generous and, you know, loving everybody and da, da, da. like all of the all of the plot things, all of the character moments are really subtle and human size. Um and um, you know, it's 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 just a it's a beautiful film, and and I think that uh, you know I I, I I I don't know what y'all didn't see in it, but I, I still think it's great. <laughs> I thought the acting and, was wonderful. And uh, Dave agrees with me. He just handed me a note says, "You are correct. It is legitimately good." <laughs> and I, he's tougher to please than Dan. That handwriting is really solid. I, you, I would a not school have been teacher. A re- yeah, know. there you go. <laughs> uh, well, that never stopped. I was me. a school teacher, yeah. Alonzo. My handwriting is <laughs> terrible. <laughs> Um, I uh, thought the acting was great. Uh, I couldn't have been more bored if you tried. Um, and I'm sorry, everybody. Uh, like I, 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 I miss gathering too. Um, no, no, I can't, oh, no. guys. I can't. I can't. Gathering not. two is significantly worse. It's just not a good movie. This one uh, is a good movie. The performances are good. Uh, just was boring for Brand. I'm sorry. I did the best I could. Gathering loved it. Had a blast. This one didn't have a blast. But I, yeah, it's it's. A good, a good, it's good. I just was bored with it. I'm sorry, God, Alonzo. I'm sorry. Please be my friend. It's, it's okay. I walked it's, into the studio this. Morning. I'll watch. We'll show. We'll get together. We can go in separate <laughs> rooms. I'll watch Jingle all the way. You watch this, and we come out. And we celebrate Christmas together. We. I watched this last night. Bran watched it this morning. I walked into the studio, and he says, "Alonzo, this is the last time." <laughs> 
this was I, no i insist when i when they told me that we were doing christmas in carolina i said okay fine yeah and we're also yeah. doing christmas yeah. without so and i never watched these movies on the same night for for the yeah for our taping days but after a christmas in carolina it's like oh my god i have to watch yes. christmas without yeah. so right now to purge that whole experience so i would say watching this movie was how i believe brand feels about watching like black and white movies like <laughs> they, there's a good movie here Mm -hmm. I just don't know if I can get on its wavelength. I don't know if it's because I'm just a millennial or because I have a short attention span, but it was like, there's a very formulaic moving like underdog story here that they're telling and they're doing it with a good deal of integrity. Like they're not, there's no melodrama really in this movie, even with a, a woman out, you know, in San Francisco without her son who's back with a, with grandma. And I, I just, it was just hard for me to really latch on and, and love start to finish. And I, th I think it's because there are long stretches of just singing in the movie and, mm -hmm. and everything else, when the dialogue is happening, I, I got back invested, but when they go to these long stretches where he's teaching them how to sing and it's not, it's not much of his feedback, it's just long like that movie's an hour 35 and there's probably 15 minutes of singing in it 15 or 20 and I feel like that's kind of where it lost me whereas if it's like a football game or something like that's the montage where I think what you're trying better. to say it's no sister act uh, <laughs> dear lord uh, the, the film does like it, you know movies like The Gathering and this feel like they really they want to make Christmas movie TV movies a respectable profession, and you can tell that. Uh, and so I love The Gathering. I appreciated this movie more than I probably liked it. Um, but it, it, it is fair. it is mo like whenever you get a little bit out of Ephraim, like just a little bit of like mm. encouragement, it's very moving. Like when they, you know, and I don't want to, you know, I've got feels or whatever, but they, you know, whenever they they start to latch on to this guy and say, hey. He wants what's best for us. We want, want we want what's best for him. There's this symbiotic relationship that really works very very well. I just it was nine thirty when I started it last night, and so it was. It, some of it did feel like a chore for me to lock in on when I'm you know used to you know such cinematic classics as Christmas and Caroline. So, uh, but yeah, I, I appreciate it more than I than I like it. Whereas The Gathering, I just think is one of the best you know Christmas TV movies ever made. Fair enough. Yeah, okay. are you disappointed in us? No, look, this is this is we're all on a journey together mm. with these movies. He's disappointed and, you know. in us. This guy doesn't believe in ranking things. As far as he knows, Christmas in Carolina and 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 the Christmas without snow are ranked the same. Yeah. That's what I'm hearing. Yeah, because because not wanting to do ranking. That's what that means. That's what Dan. that means. It's all yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah, it's all equal it's all in Alonzo's equal. mind. Uh, yeah. uh, let's get to all the feels. Part of the show we talk about one of this movie gave us feels. Alonzo? I have many. Um, uh, I like the woman on her own feels like yeah. this was this was the era of like an unmarried woman and a lot of movies about sort of women, you know, getting out of bad marriages and kind of figuring out what's next. I think this movie is really smart about how. You know, it's very upfront about these are the opportunities for somebody who just showed up in town and like, can you type, you know, and 
uh, the, the, the phone calls with the mother where she's like, well, you need to like find yourself a man or come back to Nebraska or settle down and blah, blah, blah. And she's like, nope, nope. To the point where she hangs up on her mother at one point. I'm like, all right, yes, you are. You go, liberated woman. Um, I love, love, love the amateur speech. Like that yes. has stayed with me my entire life. When the snooty woman doesn't get the solo that she thinks that she's entitled to, she lays into Ephraim and to the choir and says, ugh, it's a bunch of amateurs, you know, and like storms out. And he's like, she's right. You are amateurs. But amateur is, is not a pejorative. It's not an insult. It means that you are doing a thing for the love of it. Right. None of you are getting paid to be here. You're here because you love this music. You love this church and you love this choir. And that's why you're here. And, and that's a, a high praise that you are amateurs. And I, I just think that's such a great speech. And John Houseman delivers it like only John Houseman can deliver it. Um, so like that's just I like seriously I saw this movie when I was 13 years old and I've never forgotten that speech. Yeah. Um and then also the scene where the old lady gets kicked out of the choir. We talk a lot lately about Ted Lasso and one of the things that's so great about that show is this notion that kindness can be dramatic you know that like we, we, we've been conditioned to think that drama is about conflict and about like people having fights in lily ponds or whatever you know that, it, that it's all got to be like insults and 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 you know one-upmanship and all this kind of stuff but sometimes doing the right thing and being nice and compassionate to somebody else can be good storytelling so the fact that this woman who has been with the choir forever and is just like not able to find a key with a map now he takes her aside and is like, he doesn't want to have to do it, but he knows he has to do it. She doesn't want it to happen, but she knows it has to happen. And she lets him off the hook by being like, you know what? You need an assistant. You, I need to go and make sure these the, the robes are updated. People don't have their music. Da, 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 da. Like she basically like saves him from having to deliver this crushing blow to her by like volunteering to come in and do something else and to still be part of the choir and to still have this place to go to and to, to be around these people. I just think it's a lovely scene and it's beautifully acted. Ruth Nelson, great actress. She's in Robert Altman's A Wedding and like a million other things. And and Houseman is such a pro. I mean, like Houseman goes back to like Orson Welles in the Mercury Theater. Yeah. And then in the 70s, you know, he wins an Oscar. He won an Oscar, yeah. Yeah, for The Paper Chase where he plays this like stentorian, stern, really like, you know, taskmaster of a law school professor at Harvard. And so in this movie, you see him also kind of having that taskmaster kind of thing where he's very, you know, he's, he's tough and he's demanding and he wants stuff out of you, but he does it in a way where it's like, I want you to give me this and you want to give me this because you giving it to me is going to mean that you are better than you were when you started this process. So yeah, I think there's a lot of feels here. Um, I got, um, you know, a, a church, church, Music group feels. Um, growing up in the church, the first time I ever uh, got to play with other musicians was at church uh, when I was first getting started uh, playing guitar at like 13, 14. And just having the freedom and the space to do that uh, was great. And going from being really bad to being a little bit better than bad and seeing progress is an exciting thing. And Having that freedom to do that uh, is great. And I really loved his uh, speech early on about how he views music. And I thought all of that was really great. And so uh, I, got, I got church music uh, feels. Yeah, I think that uh, the amateur speech is wonderful. And John Houseman is great in it. But I love, I'm a sucker for a great 
sports movie, like even a decent sports movie. That's kind of my Christmas movie. That and courtroom dramas, like those two things, mm. like bring it. People automatically are like, Dan, I mean, you just like mindless action movies. No, like courtroom dramas, like David Dobkins, The Judge with Downey Jr. and Robert Duvall. Bring it home. Bring it right now. Let's go. And and so the the thing that happens in these in these sports movies is the coach isn't liked by the team, and then at some point it flips some sort of gesture or act of some kind like in in remember the titans they're they're chanting left side strong side and like herman boone's in the background or like uh in hoosiers uh there's a scene where jimmy chitwood is like uh you know coach stays or i leave or something like that and gene hackman's back there well when he walks in and they've repaired the organ that is what we get in this movie we get a legitimate scene where in his very own way he's like okay all right they care as much as I do, I, and he does want to be accepted even if he says he doesn't. And that scene really works for me. The old lady getting fired from the choir, I will save for wait what, because you and I disagree on that one, even <laughs> okay. though it's well acted. But, <laughs> but the scene with the organ and the amateur scene are both wonderful, like wonderful scenes. Big fan of both of them. Uh, let's take a quick break. We'll come back, and um, you guys can get in a fight. No, no, no. I, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Though. I think you guys can get in a fight. I, don't th I just think it's a different – like, we had very different takes on that scene based upon okay. our experience, I think. You're going to get in a fight. Yeah. We'll be right back. You're going to get What's up? <laughs> We're doing old Budweiser commercials. <laughs> you know what? Intro. How how how? Uh, I just feel bad now. This is a, like this is Alonzo's jingle all the way, and we're Budweiser it up over here. To say it's Alonzo's jingle all the way makes it sound worse than it is. <laughs> yeah, that's. Be, I really kind of resent that no, implication. Yeah, 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 that's bad. I'm gonna keep saying that's it. right because uh, it's Turbo Time, man. <laughs> uh, let's get to the wait. What is part? Shall we talk about what in this movie made us go wait? What Alonzo? Any wait? What's for you? Uh, yeah, a couple. Uh, I, I mean, as I agree with Dan that the 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 reveal of the fixed organ is a great moment, and 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 yeah, I mean, this is kind of a sports movie in terms of you have the team of feisty underdogs and whatnot. Um, but the actual doing of oh. it, given the how meticulously like the the, the metal work and the woodwork and like you can't just throw this thing together like it you yes. have to be like super yeah. expert thing. It's very let's put on a show. It's like well I can do metal work. Oh, oh. her husband fixes cabinets. Well, let's go. You, you know? know what's not so, complex at all is pipe organs. Yeah, the guy exactly. the guy tapping on the pipe organ is one of my favorite <laughs> scenes. He's just like a little tap here, a little tap there. It's That's about right. right. One more tap yeah. right here. Like there should be a dude with a spectrometer That's or right. something, you know, like no. this is very precise. And, He's just and, up you know, there. Pop, 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 yeah. pop. It's great. <laughs> uh, I will also say that, and, and maybe this is because a lot of the time is allotted to singing or because Maybe this should have been a longer sort of feature film. There are more characters than there are character resolutions there, in this yeah, film. Yeah. So Correct. like the woman in the choir whose husband dies of cancer and she is very upset about this and 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 like, you know, has this big scene with the the priest where she's like, you know, people die here and why are you giving me false hope and there is no God. Yeah. And then it's we don't ever revisit that at all. Um, that seems kind of a big dangling thing. Yeah, for um, a movie takes place in a church, for someone to scream there is no God leave and them not to resolve it <laughs> seems yeah. like 
it, they didn't quite handle it well. <laughs> Alonzo's over there like, everybody. yeah, no, that's, uh, that's wrapped <laughs> up. Next. No, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying she has to come back to the fold, but like, let's have like a, maybe a calmer conversation something, later. Yes. Something, yeah. something, you know. Yeah. Um, you know, like if the, we, we get Bea Richards as the, 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 the mother or the grandmother, rather, of the, of the guy who's falsely accused of vandalizing the organ, who mainly seems to be there to sort of teach them a spiritual over Thanksgiving, and then we never hear from her again. Um, you know, the, the, there's, I, I did. There, there's a there's a decent comeuppance for 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 Muriel, the sort of man hungry uh, uh, single who who falsely accuses um, the 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 black kid of having been the vandal for the sake of him being the one black kid in the orchestra uh, or in the choir, and and he does you know when she tries to do a sort of like mealy mouth care and apology later, he's like I. I I hope you figure out what it is you're really angry about and just walks yeah. off like that. That's nice. That, that, that is one of the few sort of like kind of, you know, let's, let's uh, tie a bow on that one that, that, that plays really well. And I do love the line. Do you have any drinks that come in a pineapple? Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, those, those were my main two things. I think they, 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 they throw a lot of character stuff out there and they don't necessarily sweep it all up at the end. And James Cromwell, like he's in the movie. They got his 25 minutes in James Cromwell's there. Yeah. Like he's doing things right. and stuff. He's important, I guess. <laughs> uh, I don't have many uh, things that confused me. Um, I will just say that I think even mattress companies uh, would tell the organ companies to pump the brakes a little bit on the 90-day free trial of an electric yes, organ. Yes. That seems like a very long free it trial. Yes. It seems like a very long free <laughs> trial. Knock that out on a Sunday, I yeah. feel like. Yeah. Even, even Casper's like, whoa. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> oh, okay. an organ? That seems like a long time. There's a guy at one point, I know is kind of his, his deal, but he they say, hey, what kind of denomination do you belong to? And he says, I belong to the Church of Beautiful Women. I mean, you kind of got to love that guy for saying, throwing that out there, but also he confused me, and that's all I got. Yeah. Um, I wrote, it was late, I wrote this down, and I don't know if it makes any sense, but I, Ooh, I wrote down... Me. Most of Ephraim's directing motions look like he's about to join in on the wave at a ball game, but just misses. It. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's like, it. <laughs> oh, no. oh no, no, I'm late. I'm late. I'm early. I'm late. I'm sorry. Oh, and, oh next time around. Next time around. Yes. Um, <laughs> I don't know when it will be okay to say that someone goes through babysitters like Sherman went through Georgia, but it's not yet. Uh, um, I, it's also not okay to say gypped, which they yes, say in they this say movie. in the movie. But I couldn't, be, as someone who 100% believes the Confederacy was wrong, but also lives in South Carolina, and Sherman literally just paves a, a path of fire to the sea, and they're like, Man, that kid's so terrible. The mom goes through babysitters like Sherman went through Georgia. What? You know, I, I know it's 1980, and that was 41 years ago. Hard no. You can't do it. Rewrite, please, if you could. Knock um, it off, San Francisco. Yes, I grew up in the church, and I can tell you this right now. You just don't tell an old lady she can't sing in the choir. Like, you just, like... Of the things, it was played out as well as it could have played out. But to tell an old lady who probably has spent her life in the church that she just can't put on a choir robe, even though it's a voluntary church activity, is I couldn't get over it. Yeah, we I, don't do that here, man. You don't. <laughs> we, I just. Don't do that here. I. I just. The idea of it alone 
made, and I'm all about confrontation. The idea of it alone made me shudder. Like you, the best choir directors in Southern churches get those people to sing quietly. That's the bet. Like if you are a choir director at a church in an old, old Southern church, if you can get those people to sing like softer, what is that? The opposite of forte? What is it? I don't know what uh, it is. Soto. Yeah. If you can get them to sing like, where you can't just hear them really specifically, then you deserve like a medal, right? And this guy's just coming in and he's just cleaning house. He's like, we got to win the Handles Messiah Championships, okay? <laughs> and we can't do that with your terrible off-key voice up there. So you're out of here. I, I just, it was hard. It was, I, there, were, there were ladies in churches from my entire childhood that I pictured. And I was just like, no, no one would do this. <laughs> No, under no, no circumstance. I, okay, I buy that for like a southern church and yeah. it's a, the choir that's doing the hymns or whatever, but like this guy coming in to do this complicated piece of music, Yeah, would, did you buy that? or? That, I mean, I thought that? that the performances were great in the scene, but okay. just... I just kept going. That no. conversation goes like this. You can't be in the choir anymore. I helped pay for that yeah. pipe organ. Yeah. Well, then by all means, stay in the choir. No. That's how that goes. No, and then you cut to the next business meeting that involves the entire church, and someone brings a motion to fire the choir director. Like, exactly right. That's what happens, right? Um, and then lastly, there is a point where a guy is wearing a shirt, and it's got a picture of Handel, and it says, I can handle the Messiah. And I, I just... Look, I feel like we're pretty loose here with with, with 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 our understanding of sometimes how crazy and ridiculous religion is and sounds. I can handle the Messiah. Just seemed like it was out of bounds to me. <laughs> well, I, that's it. That's the gift that he gives all of them. I, that shirt. <laughs> I just couldn't. I could. I just was like, I, I couldn't. I couldn't quite grasp it. That was a tough one for me as well. Daniel, t-shirt culture was still in its early right. stages in 1980. Everybody yeah. thought they were hilarious. They were going so, through shirts know. like Sherman went through Georgia. <laughs> exactly. You know, we were just coming out of the CB radio craze. Right. Yeah, so, yeah. you know, that's that's where we were as a people. Yeah, that's all I got. Uh, let's get to the uh, what what the CBS. Uh, <laughs> we're talking about any questions that we still have. Alonzo? Well, you know, I mean, as as I was saying before about the whole, you know, we don't get a lot of resolutions here. I do admire the fact that this movie is more interested in tying up the performance of the Messiah. That that's really what this has been working up to. That's what the that's what the real kind of like ending here is, and that's what matters. So I think they've left a lot on the table if they want to come back to like you know, Zoe meets a guy who's the brother of the soloist who seems like the first like non schnook single man that she's ever met. When's the son going to start going back to school? Because he just seems to be loping around the church a lot. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, there's a lot of stuff in her life that I think we could totally come back to in, you know, a Memorial Day without, you know, sunshine or something. Uh, because the movie is like, we don't, that's, this is not so important. They sing the Messiah. That's really all you need to know. Boy, do they. Yeah. Uh, I just have a question about the uh, electric organ guy. Um <laughs> <laughs> uh, He's, you know, doing his thing, and he's Lady like, this is great, huh? <laughs> he stands up, and he invites um, Seth to sit down and uh, try the organ out. And he says, Sid, can I call you Sid? And he <laughs> says, my name's Seth. My question is, 
is Sid, can I call you Sid, implies that he thinks Sid's name is longer than Sid. Like Sid will be his nickname. What does he think Sid's <laughs> Seth's name is? To I go think he thinks that all Jewish men are named Sid. Just going <laughs> to throw that one out there. Wow. Sid, can I call you Sid? I call you Sid. Uh, hey, Mike? Seth. Mike, 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 can I, I call, call you Mike? Mike? Yeah. That's a, Sid, <laughs> Sid Nee? I, I guess. Know. That's the best you got. Siddhartha. My, uh, my only what, what the CBS uh, was... <laughs> The, the woman who screamed, like, you know, God's not real, blah, 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 to the church, and then we just we don't get any sort of bow on it. It's just like, oh, okay, well, that happened. Next. But it does, this movie does have a feel of being a lot more realistic from a standpoint of people who go to church. Like, it doesn't just tie a bow on everybody who goes to church is actually super-duper, like, religious or into it as more as it is just a customary thing that you do. Um, and, and so that, that part of it worked, but this woman to have this see it, like it was the most dramatic, like over overtly dramatic moment of the entire film. And it's just like, right. okay, I guess that I guess we'll find here. out in the sequel, <laughs> a, a summer without sun <laughs> or, or something to that effect. Yeah, I like it a lot. Yeah. Uh, we did, everybody. Congratulations, Alonzo. Uh, would you like to have the uh, the final word on this one? I, I would say, you know, maybe if you're interested, to do a little Googling on John Cordy, K-O-R-T-Y, who co-wrote and directed this movie. He holds a really fascinating place in film history. He won an Academy Award uh, in the 70s for a documentary called Who Are the DeBolts and Why Do They Have 17 Children? And he really kind of spearheaded a um, the Northern California filmmaking movement. He was a mentor to George Lucas. He was a mentor to Francis Ford Coppola. And he gave 18-year-old David Fincher his first oh, job boy. in the movies. So he directed, he won an Emmy for the autobiography of Miss Jane Pittman. He also did a not so great Christmas movie called Ms. Scrooge, which reunited him with Cicely Tyson. And she plays a female version of Scrooge. And it's not one of my favorites of the Scrooge is a mean career lady, but you know, they can't all be winners. Boy. I did not know that about John Corey. Try and stop me from Let's doing go. that research, Alonzo. <laughs> Try and stop me. Uh, we did, everybody. Yay. Congratulations. We'll be back tomorrow with another one. Yeah, of course. The, mm -hmm. You know hum, the one. Humdinger hum tomorrow, next week. Going to be very excited for yeah, it. Until then. Hines joined, a though. summer without sunshine, I think. Yes. Yeah, summer without good. sun. Uh, until then, may we be the first to wish you a Merry Christmas. Deck the Hallmarks of Bramble Jam podcast. It's presented by Philo TV. It's produced by Brandon Gray and recorded live in, yeah, that Greenville, South Carolina. Set decor is by Plum at Haywood Mall. For more information on Deck the Hallmark, you can go to deckthehallmark.com. For more information on Bramble Jam Podcast Network, you can go to bramblejampodcast.com. You're about to hear some ads that help keep the lights on here at the studio. Feel free to listen. Feel free to turn it off, whatever you want to. But either way, thanks so much for your support.